Welcome to the Mafia Minute, where every second of every minute of every hour of every day of every week of every month of every year until eternity is precious for the Bills Mafia. I am Magna Mills, and I'm here with Jamie G to talk about all things Buffalo Bills. The Mafia Minute is presented by Gap Fantasy Football. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts at on YouTube. We are on social media at FF. Do not forget to have a good Thanksgiving, and don't forget those flaps. Follow, like, and please subscribe. That's all we ask. Helps other people find our show, find our channel. It brings new members to the Bills Mafia, and that's all that matters, right? If you had fun, please give us that thumb. Jamie G, I'm assuming you're doing much better this week than you were last week. Yeah, it's a much better week, and I am feeling a lot better, although cautiously optimistic, but encouraged. I am Jamie G. Esquire the Fifth, and a proud member of the Bills Mafia. And Mafia, what's up? What a game. What a performance at home. You finally got what you wanted. I'm jealous of all of you that were at that game. So happy we got a great game at home dominant fashion against a division rival. The Bills looked like the Bills we all expected throughout the course of the season. So great job by the Bills, great job by the coaching staff, great job by the players, great job by the fans for not giving up and staying true to the Mafia. So what did you enjoy more, and be honest, the fact that the Bills won or the fact that you forced Zach Wilson out of the job just 12 weeks after he came in cold, got that big win in week one, you know, you gave his career new life and then you snuffed it out of him. Was that better than the actual win itself or no? Sometimes you got to give somebody life just so you can take it from them. And, you know, I think that was a great feeling here. This, make no bones about it, this was a revenge game. Buffalo Bills do not like the New Jersey Jets at all. And they were disappointed. They felt like they should have went to New York and won that game, beat themselves. And that's been true of all five losses of the Bills this year. They literally give games away and beat themselves. Not today. It felt good to, to expose Zach Wilson for what he was. And this is not the first time the Bills have done this, but it felt good uh, to do it at home when, you know, there's been, you know, folks saying maybe he's not playing as bad as he is and maybe Aaron Rodgers will come back and this, that, and the other. I don't think so, Jack. This is a game they had to win and they won in a big way. Yeah, you even got a little Ty Johnson revenge game, right? I thought that was a little bit interesting to see him, you know, that we had all the talk about Uncle Lenny, but for all that, it was Ty Johnson who kind of came in there as the third running back, uh, found his way to the end zone. Do you think that's something that they're going to keep with going forward as far as rotating the three backs, or was this a little bit of a one-off, you know, where they just trying to help him get his revenge? I think I, I love the coaching staff for this. I think they basically said, hey, how do you feel? And he said, I want to get even. And they said, okay. And he made plays, man. And the, the whole team played with a different level of energy in this game. It was from, from the first play of the game, monster hit on from Reggie Gilliam on special teams to force a fumble on opening kickoff. The, 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 but I don't, to answer your question, I don't think it continues because Leonard Fournette is going to learn the offense and is going to find himself in this lineup sooner rather than later. And the Buffalo Bills come December and hopefully into January, are going to be running the football and running it effectively, in my opinion. Nice. And what do you think about new offensive coordinator Joe Brady's debut? You certainly saw the offense with a little bit more balance. You know, some of that was game script, 32 passing attempts, 31 rushing attempts that weren't quarterback rushes or kneel downs. Did you like what he brought in the first week of it? 
I, I think it was an outstanding showing for, for Joe Brady here at offensive coordinator. He brought a new energy throughout the week in practice. He brought a new uh, focus to remind the players, it ain't about the X's and O's, it's about the Jimmys and the Joes, and put the emphasis back on them and what they wanted to do. There was a lot of interaction there. I think he called a really good game. You can't really nitpick anything he did, and he didn't do it against a JV squad. I mean, let's be honest. People are talking about the about the Jersey Jets as one of the top defenses, if not the best defense in the NFL from front to back, and I think you can make a case that they are, and they're healthy. And they, they they had this type of performance, you know, to run the ball as effectively as he did was was as the Bills did was huge. But the reason why is because it wasn't predictable. They, they, they were not predictable at all on offense. Great job mixing it up here, calling the right type of plays, forcing them to to, you know, we went hurry up when we knew they had a set type of defensive front that, that we didn't want them to rotate out of. Just little things throughout the game here to keep it fresh. I thought he did an outstanding job. He's got a gauntlet. The Buffalo Bills have a gauntlet coming up here. He's got a bigger task this week. And then guess what? Come out of the bio, it'll be an even bigger task and so on and so forth. On goes this thing of ours. But he, he, for for his first game in there, loved it. I don't think he could have had a better showing. I don't think so. I One thing was interesting was the wide receivers. And obviously, Khalil Shakir had the huge game. Stefan Diggs only had four grabs for 27 yards and eight targets. And Gabe Davis had zero targets. Was this a, just a game plan thing because of the opponent they were playing? Or is there anything we could take away from this going forward? Well, I, look, I think they like Shakir a lot. And, and he has these games where he flashes. And I think you can see it a little bit more consistently. For what it's worth, Diggs had four drops. So, you know, I, I you know, that that take that could have been a lot. They were absolutely double, you know, rolling coverage to him. I think Gabe Davis is one of the better blocking wide receivers in the NFL. And I think they really used him a lot in that position to be able to run the football. Um, you know, remember they don't have Dawson Knox, their best blocking tight end in the game. I think they they use Gabe Davis a little bit more there than usual. And you cannot deny. Dalton Kincaid, he is going to get the looks. He is going to get the lion's share of the targets because he's just that good. And he was open in the middle of the field. And so, I, you know, I think that's it's it's partial game plan. It's partial how they decided to mix up the run game. But I also think it's Josh just kind of going with, with what they're giving him and what's open. Well said. And let's give some dap to the defense here. They shut down the running game. For the Jets, they had 13 carries for 47 yards, six sacks, two and a half for Leonard Floyd, two picks, both by trade deadline acquisition, Rasul Douglas, and they forced and recovered two fumbles. You mentioned one first play of the game, kind of reversing their fortunes. Anything to, to say about the defense here other than, you know, this is hopefully what you want to expect going forward, right? I know it was the Jets, but. Well, yeah, you, you know, obviously, look, it's not the greatest offense, you know, offensive juggernaut in the world, but. This is what the Bills were doing the first four weeks of the season before the injuries in Jacksonville. And I know we've talked a lot about the injuries, but look, they're they're relevant and they're huge. But you got to, okay, it's been five weeks. And are we starting to kind of get into a little bit of a rhythm here? And credit, you know, Brandon Bean, he gets a lot of slack for, for missing on some draft picks. And he has, okay? But he brought in Leonard Floyd in the offseason, which was an absolute, I mean, the guy's got nine and a half sacks, leads the Bills. He's been an absolute stud. And getting Rasul Douglas at the trade deadline 
I think it's just it was just a massive steal here for for the Bills, and he showed up in a big way. I think he's cementing himself. He's 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 learning the defense. I think he's a really good fit there. He's physical. He can play the run, uh, do all the things Sean McDermott wants you to do in his defense. So I think this is the defense that we want to see. We need to see one guy that's not on this list, but had an absolute monster game to to go with his absolute monster season. Is that Oliver? He was so disruptive in this game. Uh, no matter if he was getting double teamed or getting freed up one on one, he did a lot to pressure the quarterback here. He did a lot to stop the run game. I think the Bills were able to key in knowing that, you know, even without the lead, the Jets are a little one dimensional. We'll see what they do against better offenses. But this was this was the performance we expected to see against this opponent. And I think they played very well. All right. And before we bury week 11, I just want to say good news, bad news. Good news, your man kick-ass T-Bass. He was back to normal at 4 for 4 hit a 50-yarder. That was good. Von Miller, I know he played. He did not show up in the box score. That's not great. Yeah. Any worries? You still think it's just him just working his way back still? You know, you'd like to at least see him get in on a tackle or something. I know I saw him out there when you were playing the game, but it's a little worrisome when you don't even make the box score. Yeah, I think a lot of when they used him was was on third down in obvious passing situations. They didn't have him in there a lot in running in running situations, so it doesn't necessarily surprise me that he didn't end up with the tackle. Uh, he got some pressures, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think he's still he's just not himself. I mean, it it you know it hasn't even been a year since he had the ACL injury, let alone the surgery, which he got a you know a week or two after that. So you know, people forget he had that injury. And the Bills were weird about it. They didn't come out and say it was an ACL. He came out and said he's coming back in a couple of weeks. And then a week or so later, he gets a surgery. He didn't have the surgery. They didn't know it was ACL immediately. He had the surgery the next day. And even if he did, we're still not even a calendar year away from that yet. So I think it's just it's just him rounding the form. Um, and it's going to take some time. But luckily, you know, AJ Epinesa, uh, Leonard Floyd, Gregory Rousseau, these guys are really playing well at the defensive end position. Even Shaq Lawson in a rotational role has played really well. Uh, got a big sack on on, on uh, Zach Wilson on, on Sunday afternoon. So um, I think that there's enough there. And these players are, are playing better with the leadership of Von Miller in that room. I, I, I'm not concerned yet. Am I disappointed? Do I want to see Von Miller be Von Miller? Absolutely. But I'm not surprised. Fair enough. We'll just keep going until you finally have to buy a AJ Epinesa jersey. Uh, I'd like to see that happen. And before we move on completely, I need you to give us your Mafia moment from Week 11. Your Mafia moment. Jamie G, what was your favorite moment from that victory over the Jets? Your Mafia moment. You know, it's tough, man. I want to say that opening kickoff where, where Reggie Gilliam just sets the tone. I mean, that's how you hit somebody, baby. Just bam. Just, just clean, hard hit, pop the ball out, set the tone for the game. I mean, I was beating my chest. That was an incredible moment. But I'm actually going to go with the long uh, Khalil Shakir pass play. That was an absolute backbreaker for, for this Jets team. The Bills had uh, done a good job throughout this game moving the football. Uh, they you know, got in the red zone a couple times in the first half, You know, got field goals, I think got three of them, then finally popped it in with, with, with James, uh, James Cook touchdown. But that big one, across the middle, 81-yard touchdown. Uh, you know, Keep in mind, the Jets coming into this game had not given up a passing touchdown since week one against Diggs. And they gave up you know, a couple in this game, uh, let alone an 81-yard bomb. Their defense is not likely to have that happen to them. Credit the Bills here, man. Credit the Bills here. 
Uh, that, that was a big play to Shakir. Outstanding pass by Josh Allen. He moved the defense. You know, he, Allen played incredible in this game. That, that was a big moment. I like that. Choose your uh, Shakira, Shakira, or the, your hips don't lie joke there. Whatever you would like. That brings us to the Mafia Mannequin, and we're doing sort of a reverse Major League thing here. If you've ever seen the movie, we started out with basically a butt-ass naked mannequin. Every time the Bills win, we're putting something on them. From the top down, our mannequin currently has a Buffalo Bills bucket hat, some Bill shades, a nice-ass 80s, 90s-style gold rope chain, an old-school Thurman Thomas jersey, some uh, chicken wing Buffalo Bills boxer briefs, and a blue game sock and a blue Josh Allen sock and two blue gloves. So extremities are all covered here. Jamie G, what are you putting on the mannequin here? This is a tough one, man, but I actually think we got to give him some ink, bro. I want to go with a charging Buffalo tattoo on the forearm. Doesn't have a lot of forearm left there. It'll be kind of small to see here. We can try to squeeze it in there. Well, you know what? Let's put it on his neck. He's got a big neck. Let's put it on his neck. Oh, it's all right. Like the Bills, like the Charging Buffalo logo kind of deal on the neck tattoo. Absolutely. I like that, dude. It's better than the face tattoo, at least. So that's a <laughs> it bit. is. Kind of painful him to go under the needle for that. I know the throat tattoos are, are very painful, but I think it'll look good. So I like that. All right. So it's on to week 12. We'll start off with the tail of the tape. The Buffalo Bills are traveling to play my Philadelphia Eagles at 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS. Right now, the weather looks decent for Philadelphia this time of year. Temperatures in the high 40s. Slight chance of a light shower. Very low winds around 5 miles an hour. As far as those of you looking to put some money on the game, the Bills are currently 3.5 point underdogs. They are plus 142 on the money line. The Philadelphia Eagles are 3.5 point favorites at home. They are minus 170 on the money line. And the game total is 47 and a half points. As far as the injury report, right now questionable for the Bills, we have Taylor Rapp. Uh, it's a very good thing that he's questionable and even could play after being carted off in the ambulance. Quarterback Tayron Johnson is questionable with a head injury. He must clear the concussion protocol. Ditto Dane Jackson, same thing. So a little bit banged up in the secondary there. As far as the Philadelphia Eagles, tight end Dallas Goddard is doubtful with a forearm injury. And defensive end Derek Barnett is questionable for personal reasons. Jamie G, as much as it pains me, I know you want to beat my Philadelphia Eagles this week. I'm still going to need your keys to victory. You know my keys. Oh, hopefully they're not correct. Maybe you lose your keys this week, but still, I'm going to need those keys to victory for the Buffalo Bills in Week 12. Yeah, well, the big one's going to be getting Taron Johnson back at the slot. I mean, that's a that's a big loss there for us. You know, Dane Jackson, while it's a loss, at least we have Rasul Douglas and Christian Benford playing pretty well. We're thin there. Be nice to have some depth. Uh, but at least he's been playing pretty well. Taron Johnson's a big one. We, we really got to really like to have him back there and uh, playing that nickel uh, slot. Uh, we use him a lot. He's on the he's on the field virtually, you know, every defensive snap that we play. So that would be a big one. But I think overall keys to victory on this one is it's bring the same energy. It's bring the same energy that you brought, the same fire you brought at home against the Jets. You got to have it this week against the Eagles. The Eagles are a really good football team, but they're a team that can be beat just like anybody else. And in fact, their only loss is to the Jets. How'd they do it? They played really good swarming defense, uh, got after Jalen Hurts, didn't give up the big play. And then I think that for the Bills, you know, if they do that on defense offensively, I think they got to just be them, man. 
be able to mix the mix the uh, mix the run and the pass up. I think you can move the football a little bit against Philadelphia. Great defense, but I think you could pass the ball on them. And I could picture the Bills getting a little bit of a run game going here. You, you got to be able to limit their big play down the field uh, to AJ Brown and, and Devontae Smith. And you got to not let just, you know, not let uh, Jalen Hurts run wild on you. And then offensively, you know, same game plan, no turnovers and have that good mix, unpredictability and just be them, man. People forget like they, they, Josh Allen needs to remind himself like who he is, right? Who this offense is. They're as good as anybody in the league. They can score on anybody in the league. They just got to be themselves. Your man there, slim with the tilted brim, I guess. I mean, sometimes you forget what his name is. The one thing I will say will probably be pretty key for you is your boy Dalton Kincaid. The Eagles have definitely struggled with injuries in their secondaries. And again, replacing CJ Gardner-Johnson back there on the back end. They can be exploited by tight ends. One of the weaker matchups as far as defending the tight end. So I think a lot of your offense will probably flow through Dalton Kincaid, especially because the Eagles have been pretty good at stopping the run up. So you'll have to find other ways to do it, whether it's working the running backs into the passing game. You know, I think Diggs will get some chances out there. We still do have Bradbury and Slay who are pretty good cover corners. You might want to work it into the slot there. Maybe it's Shakir. Maybe it is Gabe Davis. But I think ultimately Dalton Kate is probably the guy who the offense should flow through more or less. Yeah, and I, and I you know, and I like I like cooking the screen game. Um, I, you know, they, they show the ability to do some some passes to Cook. I think that's a, a, a big deal um, that they we kind of missed on throughout the year. So, uh, look, this is going to be a tough one. Biggest challenge of the year for the Bills. But again, you know, I think they can beat anybody in the league if they play the type of football that we know they're capable of. If they don't and they turn the ball over and they beat themselves, they can lose to, to Denver and New England. So that's the tale of, of the Bills this year. We've all seen it. We've all been crushed and still feeling the pain of it but we've also been given the reminder of that's who the f they are and uh it's nice to see that especially coming off this game against the jets which they had to have i think something changed with them man josh allen got the haircut you know they, they i think something changed with them i think they they realized these are all playoff games from here on out yeah don't worry it gets easier because then you get a buy and then the chiefs right so it definitely gets easier after this uh before i get your score prediction for this week we have to look back on last week Jamie G, you weren't super close, but I don't think you're going to be mad about it. You had Buffalo Bills 20, New York Jets 12. You were kind of close, I guess, if you squint really hard because the final score was Buffalo Bills 32, Jets 6. I mean, 6 is half a 12, 32 has a 2 in it. So I guess you were fairly close if you want to look at it that way. Week 12, baby, you're against my Eagles. I know you're picking the Bills to win, but by how much? Final score. Final score, man. I think this is going to be a tough one. I got the Bills winning... 24 22 in a nail biter go bills 24 22 a lot of twos in there a lot of twos all right mills your eagles are playing here i can't let you weasel out without giving a score prediction go ahead tell me how much they're going to beat the bills by mm, i like what you did but not as many twos give me philadelphia 24 buffalo 20 seems about right there it is uh I, you know it's got to be a got to be a little bit of a friendly wager here it is this i'm going to propose something it's the season of giving uh, i think we did this once before and i lost and i, I made a donation to phil abundance in, in philadelphia how about this whoever wins the loser gets to uh make a donation to a charity of their choosing uh fair enough let's just i'll do that in and, and and or i'm saying if 
the Eagles win. The mannequins got to be holding a cheese steak, a cheese, a cheese steak from Steve's. I, I think that might have to be in there. But if the Bills win, then I have to like do this wearing a Bills hat or a Bills T-shirt or something like that. Oh man, but the cheesesteak's permanent, bro. You're not gonna you're not gonna wear a, a Bills gear every week, are you? Well, uh, maybe like twice or three times. I don't know. I'm not gonna buy a different shirt, but I won't wear the same thing every week. People will wonder if I do laundry or not. Is the, is the cheesesteak gonna be a one a one week thing or until the Bills win again? Is that a is that a I mean, I is think that it's what a we'll cheesesteak, dude. It's really good. I mean, why are you trying to deny your man a cheesesteak? I dude, I love print. I love Steve. I mean, come on, I could go for you know how hungry you just made me? Thinking about Steve's? Oh yeah. All right, like, fair uh, enough. DoorDash Door and Steve's is like $45 for a cheesesteak. I can't do that, but it would be fun. It would be. It would it's be I, I wonder I wonder if they can freeze it and mail it to me. I don't know. They now do, I know the whole Yes, they do, they do. I know at least Tony Loops did. It's it's possible. I know some places do do it. I will be Googling how to get cheesesteak to my residence for the rest of the evening. Thank you guys. This will be fun, Mills. Uh, we'll keep it. We'll, we'll keep it as friends. We'll keep it as a friendly wager here and win, lose, or draw. We're, we're, we're still together doing this, and I uh, appreciate you being here. Appreciate you being an honorary guest and a step cousin of the Bills Mafia. We, we greatly appreciate you. We don't know if we'll we'll make you a made man, but you'll be uh, you'll be in on quite a bit, man. Thanks for being here with us, and thank you for checking out Mafia Minute. Stay true to the bills you never give up when it's too tough for them it's just right for us go bills yeah and i don't know if you can have step cousins i think you go right from second cousin to kissing cousins i don't really know how that works but we don't really have time for that if you want to know more about that watch arrested development it'll be fun you'll thank me for it later on again this was the mafia minute presented by seize the gap fantasy football Find us wherever you get your pods on YouTube. We're on social media at FF. Do not forget to have a good Thanksgiving. Do not forget to do your superstitions. Rock your Bills merch. And don't forget those flaps. Follow, like, and please subscribe. It's all we ask. If you had fun, give us that thumb. I'm Magnum Mills. Gobble, gobble. He's Jamie G. Gobble, gobble. This is Thanksgiving. Gobble, 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 gobble. Watch your Charlie Brown. Do the football. Do the thing. And celebrate your Buffalo Bills. Right, Jamie G.? That's right. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy the day with family, friends, loved ones. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the food. And most importantly, go Bills. Make me wanna shout